0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, July the 5th, 2021. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day is a severate. Which means to affirm or declare positively or earnestly. A suberate. I hope everyone enjoyed their Fourth of July. Uh, certainly was a, a beautiful day out and night also to see the fireworks. I had to work, but luckily I, I, I worked near uh, the Durham Bulls ballpark, and of course they they had their annual. 4th of July celebration with fireworks Uh, last year. Of course, it was called off due to COVID, but it still was a beautiful sight to see as I got off of work and uh, quickly made my way home because I didn't want to get caught in the traffic. But you can still see it as I was driving away. It was a beautiful sight to see. Uh, Also, a great indication that we're opening back up. So that's a plus. Uh, I'm sure by now we've all heard of the uh of course the condo in Florida that partially collapsed. Well, as of yesterday sometime or yesterday evening they demolished the uh remaining part of the condo. Uh that was largely due to tropical storm Elsa that is fastly approaching and they had fears that it would the, the remaining part that was standing would collapse. And also incidentally uh there's also a neighboring condo some some miles away there some another inspector came around and said hey this building's unsafe so they're asking for voluntary evacuations from the residents of that condo wow now before the de- the demolition they had recovered 27 bodies and a 151 bodies were still missing. And of course, you know, those family members of those still missing were saying, Hey, don't demolish it. But it's, it's sad because they really didn't have a choice. Like they said, the tropical storm is approaching, approaching. And, uh, who knows what could have happened if that building was still standing up, could have been worse. um, what, what's amazing, and, and one thing that was brought up was the fact that even though the building had collapsed and they were recovering uh, bodies of the victims, there are quite possibly, you know, many people that have done this uh, search and rescue after buildings have collapsed, whether it be from uh, terrorist acts or national uh, natural di- disasters, uh, they say, hey, that there could possibly have been people that were still alive. Hopes were still up. That's that's uh that's got to be a, a hard pill to swallow right there to, to know that or to think quite possibly that your loved ones were still alive and they had to demolish the building. I mean, man, that's that's that that that's just a hard pill to swallow. And like I said, that, that you know they're evacuating or, or asking for um evacu- the, the residents of another condo to evacuate. Because uh once again they found that that condo several miles away was unsafe now what they what was brought up was they're saying that these condos hey they were supposed to be uh refortified because of course Florida and the uh, hurricanes so they saying that they were saying that hey these condos were supposed to be strong in that but you know like the one they just demolished that condo I believe they said was over forty years old so as you know with anything with time deterioration sure, more often than not, comes about. But, man, that, that is a hard pill to swallow. Prayers to those family members. And, and Certainly they're having a hard go at it. I mean, like I said, to think that quite possibly your loved ones could still be alive and then they had to demolish that condo. Man. Well, on to some more news. Uh, also, uh, rapper Bismarck you know, they're saying uh the last report I heard is that he was, of course, in hospice. And you know the internet rumors started saying he had died, but his family and managers came out, and of course some other rappers that that were friends with him said uh that's not so. He's he's just he's just in hospice. Uh didn't say if he was in a coma or not, but how he got there, and we just finished Men's Health Month and we talked about that. Uh, he had a stroke from diabetes, type two diabetes, and he's had type two diabetes since 2011. I mean, we just finished health month and, you know, I talked about that. Uh, most definitely men's health. It's short, you know, I believe he was, uh, I believe he's 50 years old. That's young. That's young. But over time that diabetes, it can and will deteriorate your body. But man, I, I can remember the, one of the first times I—I I, um, <clears throat> excuse me—I heard Bismarky was uh, on a, a, a cut. I believe he had, or I know he had, with uh, Roxanne Shante, which was incidentally was one of the first female rappers I ever heard. And he was doing the beatbox. He was a beatboxer and a rapper and a DJ. Uh, he was hip hop. I mean, he just is. He's hip hop. He, he personified it in every every way and, and every aspect of his life. But man, when I heard that and heard Roxanne Chante rapping and him beatboxing, man, I was like, wow. And of course, you know, I had already heard beatboxing from, uh, uh, if you you guys are, are familiar with a, a rap group that that was at one point in time, uh, uh, the Fat Boys, the human beatbox. And then you had Dougie Fresh also from the Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh crew with the Slick Rick. And Bismarck's style was totally different from any of those guys. It just was. And, and, and that what, that's what made, made hip-hop so unique at that point in time. Different styles. You could, you could switch it up. You could choose what you wanted to listen to or, or, or what have you. But a, a lot of it today, it just sounds the same. I, I have to say, it just sounds the same. But um, prayers for him and his family. 50 years old, man, That that is young. That is young. And he had so much energy. I had a chance to go see him uh, about two or three years ago before COVID hit. And yeah, it was back in 2019, maybe two years ago. But uh, uh, of course, at that time, I was, uh, I was planning a family vacation. I had seen uh, Eric B. and Rakim on that 30th year anniversary for the album, paid in full at that venue, The Ritz. And he was coming also. And after him, after he left, there was uh, Janelle Monet was coming. And I was like, man, I'm going to miss all the great acts planning this family vacation. <laughs> I wanted to say no, but, uh, I, you know, hey, family first. But, man, like I said, I had a chance to see him. And, and I hate, I hate, I missed him. Because I know that was a good show. From what I heard, it was a good show, great show. And I know it was going to be. But like I said, prayers for him and his family. They are most definitely going through it right now. And I, I, I just prayers, man. Uh, most definitely a part of my childhood. Because me being the only child and an introvert, like I said in a previous podcast, hey, hip hop bought that awkwardness and shyness out of me because I was able to talk about what everyone else was talking about and just the, the joy of, of of rap. So, man, thank you if i could if i could see him or, or say anything to him thank you for um a memorable childhood he was most definitely along with many others was a part of my childhood it, it was it just was and uh, let's move on um wow we all know what happened last week the big thing was the release of bill cosby he was freed from jail on Wednesday, June the 30th after serving three years of a 10-year sentence for sexual assault. Now, and and this goes to that, what, what, what we are always hearing about the injustice of this judicial system. And no matter how you, you, you know, many people will throw race into it. And, and maybe it is and maybe it isn't. But this just goes to a strong. This is just even stronger in in that stance that that a lot of people have a prosecutorial misconduct, because this was prosecutorial misconduct. should have never been brought to trial. Certainly should have never been placed in jail, because what had happened, he had a um, in a a, a deposition during a deposition, he had a non prosecution agreement with a, a previous prosecutor, DA. And part of that deposition, there was a statement that was made where they flat out asked him, did you drug these women? And he, he responded or, or somewhat of his response was, we took pills. So a lot of people are saying, well, if, if that was in the deposition where it wasn't that he was sneaking them pills or whatever or what have you, they were voluntarily taking it. How did it end up in court? Well, another prosecutor came on and said, hey, maybe that was his claim to fame. Maybe it was during an election year because he bought it before a judge. Now, I'm wondering, and also I got to ask, and of course, for me, I'll say that prosecutor needs to be disbarred or face a disciplinary action. And maybe even that judge, because the judge knew that 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 agreement was in place also. He knew that that deposition and what the stipulations were of that deposition. It it was more or less a deposition for a a civil charge. And as we all know, in civil charges, it's not criminal. That means you don't serve time. You have to pay the accused. So she got paid. And many may say, well, that's irrelevant. Uh, If you knew when he took that, when you guys took that deposition, and, and he made that statement and part of the agreement. So that deposition was he wasn't going to face any criminal charges. It was only going to be civil. And then the turnaround, whether it's a new DA or not, I would think the judge. And he knew about the, the deposition would step in and say, hey, wait a minute. Oh, no, you can't do this. But somehow, some way. He got prosecuted. And sent to jail. So what when when does it stop? When does it stop as it relates to those prosecutors or or judges or whatever overstepping their bounds? Because they show totally disregard for this. This 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 deposition was a a document that was supposed to be upheld in court. So when the new D.A. came along and said, hey, I'm going to press charges against them. Why didn't anyone say anything and say, hey, that's a deposition here. And the media didn't help anything. Because they twisted the words around. It made it sound like he was drugging these women. Like they had no idea whatsoever what was happening. And it's just wow. Blatant. Right in your face. And then you come back three years later, and you say, "Oh well, you should have never made it. That was just overstepping the prosecutor or a misconduct. Uh, let's release him because his lawyers went to to uh, the, the the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania, and and that Supreme Court or those judges or judge or whatever threw it out. Said let him out, and he can't face any more charges because of this. So I guess you guys now that overzealous prosecutor, if he's still there. I guess you have to go somewhere else and find you another victim where he didn't have a deposition with, maybe. Because what they're saying is during the course of their investigation, they found that he had did this. And I believe they said 50 other states. But the second part of this thing to me that keeps coming out, and I don't want to sound heartless when I say this, but that was that culture of that time, those pills, quaaludes, uppers, downers, or whatever you call it, those sedatives. People were popping pills very much like they're doing now. There's a lot of people popping pills now. So that was that culture, that swingers culture of the what, 60s, 70s, 80s, or whatever. That was just that culture. That's how they parted. He even said that in his dep- deposition. Hey, that that was how people parted. So it, would, it, it just seems kind of, I, I won't say odd, but it seems blatant to me. I mean, if I'm a a person that's out and about, out in the streets, out in the world, and I know certain people do certain things or what they're, uh, what they're just, it, it's just what they do, I wouldn't go around them. And that's, hey, I'm not even famous. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people I know coming along that did certain things and, and were about a certain lifestyle. I stayed away from it. I didn't stray away from it. I stayed away from it. I didn't go anywhere near it. I don't care how cool you were, and for those that say, "Well, he was famous." No, if you know he's of that partying scene or, or or that that group of people that that do these things with pills, why would you go? Why? Just why? You know, it's it's a touchy subject because, of course, there, there's the sexual assault allegations, but. Is that really sexual assault? I mean, be let's be honest with, with, each, with each other here. Is that really sexual assault? And many may say, well, you know, she had the right to say yeah, yes or no. But you put yourself in that predicament. You went or you were somewhere around or in a private setting with him. And, and I'm quite sure you knew what he was he was about. Because like always, when these things come out, people say, oh, we always knew that. So if you knew that that was his mantra or his thing, or the people he hung around with, that was their thing, and you knew you didn't, why would you go? Why were you there? And then you do it, and you turn around and say, oh, I, 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 he sexually assaulted me. Is that really sexual assault? I mean, truthfully, sounds a lot like, uh, and I'm not being a prick here when I say this, sounds a lot like buyer's remorse. I mean, I just can't understand how you can do something, commit an act, and not even, you know, many people say the next day or whatever, but years later, decades later? you come out and say, I was sexually assaulted by this man. He did this, that, or whatever. What takes so long? Does it take 10 or 20 years for you to come out and and, and and truthfully have someone believe your story or someone who is earnest enough? Like I said, maybe that prosecutor, maybe it was an election time. Maybe he was just sticking another feather in his cap. You go to the right DA or the right prosecutor or whatever, what have you, and decades later later, you get with him or him or her, and they decide to file charges. And I've always said this, this is me. Like I said, Hey, this is my thought. I know a lot of people may not agree with me on this. And I I get the understanding that, you know, these, these people or the accused are powerful or well-known because that's, that's what Mr. Uh, Bill Cosby was. He was, uh, many people say he was very powerful, well-known. He was the, the uh, uh, American dad of TV or whatever. But here's the thing for me. Here's the kicker. If you violate me, I don't care how famous you are. I don't care how much power you have. I don't care about how much money you have. If you violate me, I'm going to violate you once I get myself together. I just don't understand this, this 10, 20, 30, 40 Uh, Almost 50 years later, all these people start popping up and saying, yeah, yeah, he did it. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Because there's another uh, uh, another entertainer, R. Kelly, who's well, R. Kelly's story is totally different. I mean, oh, sweet Jesus. That story is totally different. But in similar similarity. There was a lot of money exchanging hands between with R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. They were giving, they were paying people off. Hell, that deposition from Bill Cosby was a civil deposition. Meaning he was, he was giving someone money. So what happens? The money runs out. I know that's what happened with R. Kelly. I believe that wholeheartedly because we've all heard the rumors. Hell, I heard the rumors. Uh, that was back in hell when he first came out, 91 and 92 about him, you know, Having that, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what you call it with young girls. So what happens? The money runs out, and then you decide, "Hey, I'm going to I'm going to press charges." That needs to stop. I really think that needs to stop because there are a lot of women out there that are being sexually assaulted, and they can't come to the forefront because of hey, those that. I'm sorry, I got to say it. It sounds like buyer remorse. It just does. There's no way in the world you can convince me that someone violates your space, violates your person, and you wait years, decades later to speak on it. Is power and money really that big? Like I said, if you violate me, buddy, get ready because like the sun rises, I'm coming for you, and that's just me. So now here we have uh, uh, Co- Bill Cosby being released, and 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 what's being brought up again, of course, is this deposition and held even during the trial. People were speaking on the deposition, but the media quickly hushed it. Like I said, if you go and read that deposition, he doesn't say that he he drugged them. He said we took pills. So that sounds like that was voluntary for me. And for them to bring those charges up however many years later when the uh, 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 from that prosecutor, he needs to be bought up on charges to also. Need to take that law license. Take it from him. And that judge that went on with this trial that got him convicted, you need to be removed from the bench. Because you knew there was a deposition. I'm sure you read the entire deposition. You didn't get bits and pieces like the media and twisted around. How did you allow that to go to trial? And if you know anything about law, when there's a a written agreement, a written legal agreement, a deposition, however you want to say it, once that deposition has been recorded, that's it. Whatever's in that deposition that, that speaks to uh, criminal charges or no criminal charges or civil rulings it has to be upheld and with this particular deposition once it once it was recorded the, the the one of the things that was stated was there was not supposed to be any prosecution it wasn't supposed to come to trial but somehow some way it did it, they're saying an overzealous prosecutor. He wasn't overzealous. He knew full well what he was doing. He had a legal document that he knew that that it was binding, and he just shot it down and said, "Hey, I'm going to go on my own and do what I want to do." Well, you need to have your law license taken there, buddy. Need to have it snatched from you because you just totally disregarded the law. Now tell me how you're in the world you can practice law or still practicing law. But I, I I do believe wholeheartedly and earnestly I I believe they're going to bring charges up on him too. He needs to. In my opinion, Bill Cosby and his attorneys they need to sue every any and everyone involved. Like I said, it was a civil lawsuit in that deposition, so somebody got paid. Give it back, like all of these universities. And, and, and that were once that all these charges came to the light, they were saying they were going to take away his honorary doctorate's degrees and whatever. Uh, You should have gave that money back. Also, if you didn't want any parts of him, give him that give that money back. But you didn't do that. Of course not. But you took the money, knowing what his lifestyle entailed, because it, it didn't just come out. When, when these charges were brought to the forefront, like I said, people, were, you know, people were coming out. Oh, we knew this for years. Now sitting back, thinking back, I can say, yeah, he was doing that. Well, 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 what do you know? If you knew he was doing that and you continue to work with him, take his money. Aren't you guilty also guilty by association? I know it's a stretch, but then again, it's not. So for me, it's clear-cut and dry and simple and plain. Everybody profited off this guy when he was, you know, hey, when, when it was hush-hush and quiet-quiet. So if y'all are so disgusted and irritated by his actions, give that money back. How about that? You know, I, I, it, it, it seems so obvious to me. And also, uh, side note, Felicia Rashad, who was just appointed by Howard university. Uh, it was something to do with their drama department. It, it they had revived it and they, they appointed her the Dean of the, the, the department. And she came out with a statement sometime last week saying she was great. She was thankful and, and, Pleased to see he was relieved. He was innocent. And 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 a lot of people from Howard University, the students and whatever, and what have you, they all came out and denounced what she said and said she needs to be removed. No, she doesn't be need to be removed. She spoke her mind honestly, which in, in doing all this deposition and all this nonsense, it seems like nobody involved that took the deposition was honest. Like I said, a lot of people took money from, him, took that fame, rolled with that fame when he was when he was on the up. But yeah, they, they came out and said, oh, how could she say that? How could she think like that? But yeah, maybe perhaps because she knows it was a lie. It was a forest. Here's the thing for me. Like I said, if you've been violated, why are you taking money? I will be screaming it to at the highest mountain. that My lungs would burst if I had been violated. No, I don't want your money. One of two things I want. I want you to pull time. And if you can't pull time, I want your ass. Yep, I said that. I just don't understand how people can get caught up in these situations and then they just allow somebody to pay them off. And then sometime later you come back and say, oh, he's a horrible person. Uh, Matt, well, maybe yeah, you need to be considered in that title reign, too. As a horrible person, It took money from somebody to violate there, me. There's no way in the world you can convince me. I don't care what a judge says. I don't care what a DA says when they say, well, he's not going to pull in time. He can't prosecute him. The only way you can do it is to, get, is, is to file a civil lawsuit. I don't want a damn civil lawsuit. You violated me. I don't need a civil lawsuit. I don't need your money. Don't want it. I want your ass. Yeah, I said it again. Because this is this is just disgusting. It disgusts me that there are people out there that are actually being assaulted and violated, and this there's, there's, this nonsense nonsense keeps coming up time and time again. Taking money as opposed to going after them for what they really—if if, that—if that situation was that horrible, or those situations are that horrible, um, there's no amount of money you could give me, and that's just me. Well, like I said, I, I'm quite sure, and they do have a case. I'm sorry they do because this is is blatant, blatant disregard for the law. I'm sure his lawyers are going to come out, and yeah, some people need to be sued. May even need to be locked up. I think that prosecutor needs to be locked up. Previous prosecutor or or not, when you came on the scene and when she came forward. And she said, oh, I don't know how it started that, that she had been violated. You knew that was a there was a, an agreement in place. <sighs> sorry, not sorry. You have a civil, civil lawsuit or, or civil agreement or whatever, however you word it, where you received money. But your money ran out. Yeah, I know that sounds heartless and cruel, but this is just nonsense. Like I said, there are people out there that have been totally violated. They can't get to the forefront forefront because of this nonsense right here. This is just nonsense. It just is. Well, I'm, I'm going to get on out of here. I think I've spoken enough this morning. Probably pissed some people off, but oh well. Straighten yourself out. If these celebrities or stars or politicians or whatever are so horrible, horrible and hateful and their actions and deeds are so uh, demonic or disrespectful, stop taking money from them. Lock them up or whoop their ass. Wasting taxpayers' time's and money, time and money, simple and plain. Well, that's all for me today. And I would just like to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like. Support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response, and I would love to hear your voice, so offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions, continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public, and also Verbal and WordPress. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.